Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back now to more of the John Chuckery Show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back at a Chuckery Show. Hanging out in the key studios with you. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. Chuck Rose gets first request. Little upbeat Stevie Wonder from Do I Do. 404-726-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line to be a part of the show. Um, is it... Do you still play Christmas music? Do you still listen to any Christmas music? I will. I, I, I'll let it ride out until the new year. Yeah, that's me. I mean, that that's what my daughter and I kind of do is is we listen to, you know, and I've got I've got Sirius XM, so we yeah. listen to like three or four different channels mm-hmm. that are on there and stuff. And uh, But I, I think you listen to Christmas music, you know, because I was yeah. debating about whether or not I was going to play a, a Christmas song, and I was like, eh, let me just play something, you know, more traditional, you know, non yeah. non Christmassy, but um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so we're at least of the same uh, mindset. So, all right. Speaking of mindsets, um, Arthur Smith today. So Dukes and Bell were up in Flowery Branch as they always are on Wednesdays, and they got a chance to sit down with the head coach and uh, obviously look a feel good time because Falcons had really their most complete game of the year that they played again, maybe the most complete game that they've played under Arthur Smith. So here's what the Arthur had to say. Here's a Dukes and Bell talking about uh, how uh, Indy being the most complete game all year. Yeah, I mean, I certainly uh, wouldn't disagree there. In, in, I've always said this. I mean, you felt it. Uh, you know, it was a long bye week after Arizona, right? You lose two games pretty similar to Tampa and Carolina. I mean, they all have their own story, but you late in the game. And, um, and so – you know, you're going to find out about yourself and what your culture really is. Everyone wants to talk about culture and whatever buzzword they, they steal, process, right, that stole from Alabama. But you're going to find out about your culture when you hit adversity. And uh, I was very confident, guys. I mean, the way they've worked all year, like you said, and they were ready to go. It means a lot to, to this team. And and uh, it was a good indie team coming in there. And, and you're right, we took care of business. We finally, you know, played what I felt in sync in all three phases. Where yeah. Played momentum off each other, handled situational football. Well, here's the thing. Now you got to do it two more weeks. You know, and that's – and, again, that's the key is, you know, Arthur Smith has never won three games in a row since he's been the head coach of the Falcons. But they have to. Like, now they have to string together three, three wins in a row. And that hasn't happened. So, you know, again, I talked about this at the beginning of the show. What frustrates you is you see that they can do these things. And, and you don't have to have 
500 yards from your quarterback and this and the other. You know, again, Heineke threw for 229, but he averaged seven yards an attempt. He didn't turn the football over, and he was 60-something, 7% completion percent. Like, if you can do that, don't turn the football over, be efficient, and and get some yard. Like, that's their way of winning. And then they run it for 170, you know, yards. And you're six yards in a time. I mean, that's Falcons football. That's the way you win if you're the Atlanta Falcons. Here's Arthur talking about being able to sustain drives versus Indianapolis. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can cut numbers up however you want. And in some games, we, you know, like I said, I mean, we've had a bunch of 400-yard games and hadn't been scoring. Some of the turnovers, so you have short possessions. Anytime you can get into drives, you're going to have more opportunities. So I tell you guys, like, you know, you, you're a receiver and you, and you you block well in the run game and they lead the first downs, you're going to get more opportunities to catch the ball. And what was cool about that game is everybody got involved. And there were some things that it, uh, India was doing early on. We thought we could – we came out in a little more tempo, uh, got in a rhythm, and uh, it was it was pretty. You know, it's about playing plays off plays. I mean, they tried to give us a different look. We progressed. We hit Scotty, get on the ball. Bijan pops a run, get on the ball, hit uh, Kyle on the corner route, and uh, kind of got us going. You know, it was kind of a spark, good early momentum. Well, look, um, running, the f- running the football, staying ahead of the chains – for this offense is the whole key. Like they have to be able to accumulate some yards on first down. They can't get into second and 15, you know, and that's not just because they don't run the football, dumb penalties, shoot themselves in the foot, a fumble that loses you eight yards, take a sack. Like those are all the dumb plays that get you you know, behind the chains. And this offense is not built. I, I don't care how many skill position people that they have. If you don't have the quarterback, it doesn't matter. Like you're finding that out that you have to, again, you have to have quarterback first and foremost. Okay. Then you got to have an offensive line that can protect your quarterback. Then you got to have a defensive line that can get after the quarterback. Get those three things right. You can figure out everything else. You can figure out everything. But if you don't have those three things, you can't be a successful franchise. Here's uh, Arthur talking about Bijan having a great season and all the other rookies. Yeah, which is understandable. I mean, you take these guys high, and they're, you know, they've all been so young coming in the NFL. And it's, you know, even Kyle, you can feel him getting somewhat back, right? I mean, you forget about Kyle, right? He breaks the rookie record. Yep. Um, you know, last year, you know, it was, it was Chicago when he got hurt. And it's been a long journey back for Kyle. And But he's been out there. He hasn't been trying to take – got to give him a lot of credit. And – and what you're seeing late in the year is he's kind of getting back in the sink. And um, and then, you know, somebody gave me a stat the other day. I think Drake tied the most receptions in the first two years. It may not feel it, but there is, you know, Tyler, we talk about now Bijan. Um, I mean, Matt Burr played well this year. Mm. It's a good thing we're not talking about linemen. I mean, he's, he's, it's, it's been awesome to watch because he's getting the, the tough matchups. Anybody does. They put interior rusher, they usually go after the rookie. It's like you want to put Lindstrom, Bergeron, and Quentin Williams, and, uh, Obviously, Buckner last week. Uh, but ultimately, you know, you, it's when you're losing these close games and there's frustration and there's a lot of – and you get it. Our job is to win games. And we got a huge one Sunday at Chicago. I mean, I understand all that. I'd, I'd rather have a 10-12 sack guy in my first couple of years. Like, again, we – and it's been better, no doubt about it, okay? Some of those guys aren't going to be around, though, a whole lot longer. Calais Campbell's – 
not on a 10-year contract. He's not in the prime of his career. You know, it's and, and you've got to hope that Katie and some of these guys continue to grow and mature because that's the guys that i got to get. And, and you feel better, Katie, Zach Harrison, like those guys, if they can figure things out, they can be a part of the real solution to continuing this run. It's nice that we did it one year, okay? But you got to be able to sustain it. The good franchises sustain it. So that's where I want to see more of those kinds of guys. But anyway, uh, here's Arthur talking about um, on how he's not coaching any different uh, considering he's under pressure. I mean, I think you learn from all your experiences. And uh, I have always believed pressure is a privilege. I, nothing makes me, I guess, more sick to my stomach than to get people. You're, you get to do this in pro football. I talked about it a lot last week. And, you know, we talk about mindset. And uh, when, when you really think about it, like, you got to love what you're doing. This is the National Football League. You signed up for pro football. Like, it comes with the territory. Right. When somebody sits there and acts like a victim, I mean, I just roll my eyes. Like, screw that. You know, find out what you're about. You want to be judged. You want to be challenged. And there's nothing better, right? You, you get last week and guys show you who they are. But now it's our job. Now you got to do it again. But that you should embrace that. And uh, that's what makes you feel good. we got the right guys here. In terms of that, no, I think you're, there's a lot of lessons learned. It's certainly different. When you're a head coach, and you just got to know yourself, being a head coach and a play caller is different than just being the offensive coordinator. And there's been some lessons I've learned and, you know, a lot of self-reflection. And I need to get, you know, you know as you study things, and I think um, getting back to that mindset, you know, where you're able to, to manage a game, but also when there's trust out there mm-hmm. with the players and uh, you feel like you're in sync, that's what it felt like last week for sure. Well, look, I mean <clears> – <throat> He knows his owner isn't going to make it make a knee jerk reaction. Okay, so that that should give him some confidence. And, and as I said, I think Arthur Blank is looking for every reason to keep him. A- and I would hope that at a minimum, Arthur Blank has sat down Arthur Smith and said, "Look, give me a reason to keep you. Give me the reasons to keep you. You don't have to be under pressure, but." Give me the reasons because I want to keep you. But if this thing goes off the rails, then we have to have a different conversation. So I think that he is, when you have an owner like that, and and again, I know people disagree, like, ah, you should just fire everybody and all that. And and again, Arthur should sell the team. Like, why would Arthur sell the team? Like, what what is that? And again, who's going to just, who's arbitrarily just going to buy the the Falcons, (laughs) right? right? Like, like. Who's just got $6 billion just laying around that can buy the Falcons? By I the also, way, you understand in the NFL, and, and you know in Pittsburgh, they had to change up the rules, okay? Yeah. So you can't have a corporation that owns an NFL team. It has to be an individual that either by himself or led through a group can own a franchise, but it used to be 60% liquid of sole ownership like liquid sole ownership in a NFL team. They changed that when old man Rooney died, when Art Rooney died, because the family would have lost it because they didn't have enough money to be an NFL owner. And the only reason is they dropped that percentage that you had to have from 60 down to 30. That's why in the NFL you, you have a face of your franchise, Again, Warwick Dunn's got a piece, and this guy's got a piece, but your face of your franchise is Arthur Blank. Why would Arthur Blank sell the team? And there aren't those kind of guys. Go, well, I just have Brady Martin. 
Bernie Marcus probably doesn't want to own it. I mean, again, that's just people come up with these crazy things. <sighs> Here's uh, Arthur talking about seeing the defense getting getting six sacks on Sunday. Well, that's the you know that's the well, all we've tried to do here when you're talking about building and developing. You know, a lot of people say that, but do you really have a plan to have these guys? And some things get accelerated. You get injuries. You know, it doesn't, and you got to adapt. But a lot of these guys play the long game. I mean, look at Clark right now. Um, Looks good. You know, Helms, you know, he's been a huge uh, plus. Accelerated, you know, where he's allowed Richie to play a different role, which I thought that was a good role for Richie last week. And you see some of his strengths. And these are good good problems to have. And Zach, you know, he's, his opportunities got more. And he's slow and steady, right? Wins the race. And he's done a great job all year. We talked about Burge and obviously Bijan. And uh, it fires you up as, you, as you're seeing those developments. And then you talked about, I talked about shared accountability about, how do you get more pressure? Well, you get them in more obvious pass situations. So when you're not protecting a three-point lead, four-point, and you're protecting 16, 19, now they become one-dimensional and good mix of rush and pressure, and that's what it's supposed to look like. But, again, if you don't do your job on offense or special teams, then you're defending something different, just like we still had to defend the run late in the Tampa game. Well, if you're up eight, mm. now you make them a little more one-dimensional, certainly if you're up two possessions. Well, listen, um, and this is what we talk about, sacking the quarterback. You know, down in distance, making a team become one-dimensional. Second and 17, you're a one-dimensional offense now. I don't care how good you run the football. You're a one-dimensional offense at that point when you're second and 17. So, again, it is a key. That's, that's, why, that's why when you can continually sack the quarterback, you win football games. All right, here's uh, Arthur talking about the uh, need to self-evaluate after every season. Well, I mean, every, every year, I mean, you know, obviously we're, your priority is the season. And you, you set up your calendar. There's discussions all the time about future plans. I mean, there was talks last year about, yeah, here's our – we went in the 22 season knowing that what we wanted to do in the, uh, you know, off season 23. And, you know, that kind of happens. And then there's stuff going on behind the scenes that you're working through. But, you know, as a coach, you're locked into the season. Right. But you're aware of, you know – plans that we've had you know going in this year what's it going to look like in 24 and but those are those will be normal standard procedures you, you, every year you've got to self-reflect and evaluate no matter how long you, you're in this thing yeah I mean look um I know Arthur knows that I I don't think he senses that the end is near but he knows he's got to get things figured out he knows and and look um did, by the way, did you see Terry Bradshaw over the weekend, how he just railed yeah. on Arthur Smith? Yeah. yeah. A- and I can understand, and, and I asked the same question, because I, I tweeted out like a few weeks ago, oh, I I guess we went back on our word about not doing musical chairs at quarterback, right? And, and look, but when you're fighting for your life, hey, man, there's going to be some victims in, in all this. All right, uh, let's go to number. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Eight. Here's Arthur talking about the Bears know exactly what their strengths on offense are. Yeah, I think what you're seeing, certainly lately, they got a formula with – you know, kind of fits the, the kind of climate they're playing in. They have a really good rushing attack, and uh, Justin's got 600 yards. I mean, some of his design runs, uh, certainly that they found success in that last year. That was big before we played him. You still see a little bit of it where he's hurting people too is on those third down play extensions. Hard guy to, to tackle in the pocket, and uh, he's got a good job, got a good feel to get out there. And so then they got three runners. They, they rotate in there. And they take pride in it. And so they've gotten the games they've won lately, they've gotten leads early, kind of slowed it down with the rushing attack. And then defensively, um, good mix of pressure. Obviously getting sweat there changed a little bit. He's added to the rush. But they will pressure you. Um, Similar to Indy, some zones. So some teams have gotten down. They pass it a lot. And, uh, you know, the numbers-wise, they're they're top rushing defense. But, you know, some of the things they've done well is the style of play. Long drives. They get a lead. They've even been taking the ball. You know, even when it hasn't been windy, sometimes people do that as a strategy so you can pick which way you want to kick in the second half. And, uh, you know, we've got a good challenge. I mean, we got to stop their rushing attack. There's multiple ways to do it. And we need to run the ball well. I mean, I think they've had four games where teams have gone over 100 yards rushing. Uh, they've lost three of the four. The one game they won, Detroit, recently, I think there was a couple turnovers. And so it's a good challenge. A little bit like Cleveland. Okay. You know, Cleveland was coming in last year. And, yeah. you know, if we can stop their run and, and we can stay balanced and put a dent in the rush game, and that's kind of, kind of what it's going to come down to. Well, again, <clears throat> the biggest difference for the Chicago Bears of late and, and why they've all of a sudden become a top-five defense in the league, not overall for the season, but in the last handful of weeks, because Montez Sweat. And, and he's got 12 and a half sacks. Where, where's Montez Sweat? Where, what, what state is he from? I'll do you one even better, Chuck. Guess who went to school with Montez? Sweat? Oh, really? Okay, he's a Stevenson Jaguar, just okay. like myself. Okay, so that that's like that's like near Albany, right? <laughs> no, no, it's, huh? it's it's right there in Stone Mountain. Oh, actually. oh, okay. About twenty minutes. Could away we have from could, could could we have given up a second round pick and, and gotten Montez Sweat? I, I think they should oh. have. Oh. Well, you know, again, he was going to cost money, so Good we, have, we can have six, we can have sixty four million dollars safeties, but we can't sacrifice a <laughs> second round pick for a guy that gets you twelve and a half sacks. Anyway, right. okay, I guess I don't know anything about football, but anyway, all right. When we get back, it'll be time for that's life. Um, I've got Pornhub's most popular searches for two thousand and twenty three. We'll see if you can guess at some of these. <laughs> Plus, our top ten as well. Chuck Green, the Kia Studio, Sports Radio, ninety ten, and the Game, and the Odyssey dot com app. Skip and we dip. John Chuckery Show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back at it, Chuckery Show. 
923 in the Kia Studios. You know what time it is. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. 404-726-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Um, Dom, as we just finished up Christmas here, so a few years ago, a uh, from the movie Home Alone, okay? Right. Um, when Marv, um, who's the other guy, beside, not Joe Pesci, but the other, yeah, the other burglar, okay? The Sticky Bandits. Yes. So do you remember when he got hit in the face with that iron? Yes. Okay. Yes. So that uh, sold a couple of years ago at auction. It's made of polyfoam. So the whole thing is polyfoam. Yeah. So obviously, you Not know, real. that, that right. doesn't actually hurt somebody. Yeah. But it sold a couple of years ago for $16,640. Now, I would tell you in today's <laughs> marketplace, mm-hmm. that's probably $50,000, $60,000. Because, again, these Absolutely. auction items are just ridiculous how, how expensive they're getting. But $16,000... For a foam iron. For an iron that doesn't work. Like for yeah, a fake for, iron. For, for a foam <laughs> iron. Like that's just uh, crazy. All right. Have you got a pen? Yes, I do. All right. How southern are you? Okay. One point. One point for each of these foods that you've tried. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So peach cobbler. Got it. Sweet tea. Yep. Chicken and dumplings. Yep. Cornbread. Yep. Gumbo. Yep. Frog legs, yep. chicken fried steak, mm-hmm. hush puppies, mm-hmm. white gravy, yep. grits, yep. oyster salad, nah. uh, congealed salad. No. I don't know what that is. No. <laughs> fried green tomatoes. No. Pickled pig's feet. No. Red eye gravy. Mm-mm. Chess pie. Mm-mm. Turnip greens. Okay. Hoppin' John. Nope. Chicken livers. Mm-mm. Tomato sandwich. Yes. Rabbit stew. No, but I would. Red beans and rice. Mm-hmm. Brunswick stew. Nope. Corn pudding. Nope. Fat back. <laughs> no. Fried bologna. Okay. Fried okra. Yeah. Boiled peanuts. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Chitlins. Oh, ugh. no. Um, pear salad. Yes. Butter beans. Yes. Jambalaya. Of course. Deviled eggs. Love them. Po' boys. Mm-hmm. Fried gizzards. Nah. Coca-Cola cake. No. Gator tail. Yes, it's delicious. Uh, pokey salad okay. or poke salad. Mm-hmm. And ambrosia. I've never had ambrosia. Where? So, what? How many did you have 23. on there? Okay. So here, here's what they say. One to five, you might be a Yankee. Uh, six to ten, how's uh, how's your mom and uh, how's your mom and them? Okay. Uh, Eleven to fifteen, born and breaded, mm-hmm. and sixteen plus, show enough Southern. Now I, I fall into that sixteen plus yeah. category as well. Yeah. Um, I've had Gator, um, the weird ones. I've had Gator. I've I tried Chitlins one time, and I. Just my, about threw up. My great grandmother, Vivian Ray, love her to pieces. She cooks chitlins all the time oh. when we go back home to Chicago. And she, I did she load them up it. with hot sauce? Because oh, that's the only goodness. way you get through yeah, it. I can't do oh. it. Um, I've not had rabbit stew, yeah, but I have either. had rabbit. I have had rabbit okay. before. Um, pickled 
pickled pig's feet. Uh uh-uh, uh, I can't do I, it. I, I, I can't get past looking at them in the yeah, jar. Yeah, they just look, yeah, in the jar yes. too, they look gross. Yes. I mean, that's, but most of this other stuff, um, I've tried fried green tomatoes, but I don't uh-huh. like fried green tomatoes. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't, fat back, I've definitely tried. Mm-hmm. Like fat you know, back. My, one of my favorite things on that list is frog legs. I think frog legs do not get the, the love they deserve. Frog yes, legs are I, delicious. I, I have had frog legs multiples uh, of times. Um, I'm not a liver or gizzards kind of person either. Me like, either. Yeah, I, I mean, you can you can cook them with the meat like like a yeah. turkey. I mean, yeah. you, you keep the gizzards and the lizards and the zithers and <laughs> no, all that kind tough. of stuff. But yeah, yeah. So all right, there you go. Um, we did lose one of the famous brothers uh, of all time today, Tom Smothers. Mm-hmm. Now you'd have to be kind of an older guy to understand the Smothers Brothers okay. because um, the Smothers Brothers was a very popular TV show. Right, late '60s, early '70s, right, right, really, right about the time of the Vietnam War. Okay, and they were actually kicked off of air. One, one of the most popular shows on CBS at the time, they were kicked off air because of how political their humor and everything became. Um, Tom and Dick Smothers, um, the Smothers okay. Brothers, like Comedy Hour, but they were they were a very political comedy act. Like they they were they really pushed kind of the envelope and. Again, you know, when you're talking about 67, 68, 69, like that's the most transformative period really of of yeah. America. Like I mean right. that that's such a transformative period, but but they were one of the great comedy acts of all time, but they were they were like one of the most popular shows on television at the time and ended up CBS ended up kicking them off off uh, their air. So, uh RIP to uh, the great uh, Tom Smothers. Um happy birthday today to Bill Goldberg. We're going to talk about Bill Goldberg here in just a, a little bit when we get back um, because Bill Goldberg had some interesting comments about uh, one of uh, Vince McMahon. So tonight's top ten list in honor of the uh, Smothers Brothers, and we also talked about the Kelseys yep. earlier. Yep. Your top ten favorite brother combination. doesn't matter what it is, mm-hmm. your favorite brother combinations. And I, when I say brother, I don't mean Randy Mack or Hugh yeah. Douglas. <laughs> I mean actual siblings. Yeah, actual siblings. Yes. Okay. Well, then, if the floor is, is yours, Dom. Here we go. Here we go. So I got my 10 here. These are not in any particular sure. order. Um, a lot of sports ones for me, obviously. Um, I got Ronda and Tiki Barber okay. um, on my list. Uh, I have the Kelsey's, obviously. We talked about the Curry's. Yep, I've got them, too. Uh, me being a little bit younger, I actually have the Jonas Brothers on my list. Oh, okay. I do. I like their music. I, I actually like their music. I, They're I, my era. I, listen, uh, a couple of years ago, my theme song was that sucker. I yes. mean, that, that, See? that, that was. They, they, they put together some good hits. Yes. Um, the Mannings, obviously. Yeah. Love Peyton, love Eli. Uh, I got the Hemsworths in my oh, list. Okay. Um, Tahor and everybody else. Yeah. Yes. Even, even, even Liam, who kind of gets forgotten in, in their, in their brother. Trio. Yeah, that's right. He, <laughs> he's, yeah. Because again, the, one. the, the one is a Marvel guy, and then the one has been in the Expendables and the Hunger yeah, Games and, and all, all that kind of stuff. stuff. Yep. yep. Um, so let's see here. What I said, Tiki and Rondé. I got the Kelsey's, Curry's, Jonas. Um, the Joneses, uh, that's John Bones Jones, Chandler Jones. Um, they are related. Actually, they are part of uh, all three brothers. Actually, there's another one that's in the NFL as well. Okay. Their dad has to be, like, the most proud dad in the world. All of your sons are professional athletes. Um, so I like. I don't know. Ar- Archie's probably pretty proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him, him as well. Um I went a little off the board and had some fun with it here. Um, I had the Mario Brothers. Okay. okay. And then I also have the Wayans Brothers, uh, Comedy Reasons. Oh, that's a good one. That That's a good one. And then, of course, I have the Murphys, uh, Eddie and Charlie, R.I.P. to Charlie Murphy. 
Yes, um, uh, the, the late, great uh, Charlie Murphy. Absolutely. I also have an honorable mention, even mm-hmm. though they are not actually related, just because it's ridiculous how much they look alike and someone's dad was fooling around. Uh, Javier Bardem and Jeffrey Dean Morgan. If you ever just look at them next to mm. each other, I legitimately can't tell them apart Well, isn't sometimes. he born in Spain? I, I think so. I believe Javier Bardem is. Yes. Jeffrey I, Dean Morgan, it's just for them to not be related at all, for them to look as similar as they do. Maybe their dad got all around. That's I mean, what I'm may, thinking. May, maybe, maybe he maybe he was dropping seed in America. Because I think Jeffrey <laughs> Dean Morgan is American. Yes. But I think Javier Bardem was born in Spain. Yeah. I, think, I think he's from Spain. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I think he was born in Spain. So. They look just alike, though. Okay. Um, the Steiner Brothers. Love it. Um... I've got the Kelseys on my list uh, as well. Mm-hmm. I've got the Mannings on my list uh, as well. Um, oh, the Harbaugh's, um, Jim and John. Yes, of um, I like the Harbaugh's. Um, I think John is one of the better coaches of all time in the in the um, in NFL. Um, the Wilkins brothers, Gerald and Dominique. Mm. Uh, obviously, you know Dominique Wilkins here, yeah, but of Gerald. Gerald, also his brother. Uh, I can't even read my writing uh, on here now. Um, <laughs> Owen and Bret Hart had to yes. have them uh, on the list. Uh, the Everly Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, famous singing duo, who were the most popular. They were the most successful duo until Holland Oates yeah. took over. But they're not brothers. They're not, and, and they're not even friends anymore. So uh, anyway, uh, Dory Dory Junior and Terry Funk, the Funks. Okay. Uh, Dory Senior, their uh, father. Um, the Almond Brothers, okay, Dwayne and um, um, Greg, um, and then what did I write down there? Uh, as, I was as we're going through this now, now a bunch of are starting to hit me. Like I want to say, like the Hardy Brothers. Oh yeah, um, uh, the Negroes, the Negroes. Yeah. Um, and then I had the, I said the Wilkins uh, as well uh, on there. So I was all over the board. Uh, plenty of wrestlers uh, yeah, on there yeah. too. Plenty of great wrestling. I I. I like the Hardys. Um, they're trying to kill themselves, basically, in wrestling. Still, I mean, I don't know yeah. why they still wrestle, uh, but anyway. All right, uh, very quickly, I got to. We'll, we'll we'll save this. We'll save this for uh, the next segment. Pornhub has got their most searched things. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Bill Goldberg and what he had to say about Vince McMahon. When we get back, Chuck Green, the Key Studios. One more segment to go. Sports Radio, not the game. Odyssey.com app. And then I'd fly. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet. Show. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back at a Chuckery Show. Headed to the top of the hour. What do we got coming up after us? I know it's not Atlanta soccer tonight. No, we got Day Day. Oh, Day Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next. Okay. All right. Uh, 404-726-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. All right. We were going to get to this in uh, That's Life. So, <clears throat> Dom, here's the most popular searches of 2023 uh, on Pornhub. So, <clears throat> the let's see here. The company unveiled its searches on uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, the mature category is now the seventh most viewed worldwide, according to a Pornhub uh, press release. Um, surging in popularity 
by a staggering 69%. Wow. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Uh, and no, the number is not a uh, typo. Um, searches with the word granny grew by 132%, while GILF spiked by 168% when compared year over year. Okay? Um, they said the, uh, the company had a drastic increase in size-related searches. Uh, let's see here. The terms big, bigger, biggest collectively grew by 177% worldwide, okay. while searches containing huge ballooned <laughs> by 67%. Meanwhile, amid the ongoing war in the Ukraine and Middle East, searches uh, containing the word soldier were up 332%. Hmm. And with growing interest in AI programs such as, and I have no idea what this is, Chat GPT. <laughs> That's funny. That's very. Chat GPT is basically the AI system that kids have been using to like cheat and do their homework for them. Okay. Well, it's perhaps unsurprising that searches for robot grew by 304%. Terms like sex robot, AI robot, and 3D robot were also among the most popular. The top countries for traffic in 2023. The United States is literally about three times as much as the next leading company or country. Any idea what the number two country is as far as countries by traffic on Pornhub? And who? What was number one again? Oh, the U.S. U.S. Yeah, I mean, literally, two? it's 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 three times as much as, as the number else? two. Yeah. Uh, number two, I'm just uh, India. I'm just gonna say off of sheer. Volume and how many people are there? In India? Nope, nope. No. The Philippines was really? number two. Huh. Philippines two, France number three, Mexico three, the UK four. Um, or sorry, two, four, five. Uh, sorry, the UK uh, five and Japan number six. Japan. Okay. Then it's Germany, Italy, Canada, Brazil, Spain, Poland, Australia, Ukraine, Netherlands, uh, Argentina, Colombia, Egypt, Chile. And Sweden. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. The company also disclosed that Americans were the most prolific users. Uh, what, what Philippines is, were second. What does most prolific user mean? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know if you know any of the actresses that would frequent. Okay. Okay. Um, so the number one most... Uh, the the website's most popular porn star, okay, is twenty five year old Miami native Abella Danger. I'm aware of her work. Okay, um, number two is absolutely one of my favorites, mm-hmm. Angela White. Okay, yes, um, is yes. number two. Uh, the company disclosed that Americans were the most prolific users. Blah 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 blah. Oh, here is the most popular. So by state, okay, okay, top re- top relative searches. On Pornhub, okay? So the number one top search on Pornhub in the state of Georgia was Ebony Solo. Ebony Solo, okay. Yes. Okay. Um, in New Mexico, it's Native American. California is Asian Stepmom. <laughs> That's funny. Oregon is Nudist. Texas is Creamy. Um... Iowa is cartoon porn. Indiana is chubby. 
Okay. Um, Wisconsin is swingers. Michigan is bondage. Okay. <laughs> um, Pennsylvania is big boobies. Mm-hmm. Um, North Carolina is bubble butt. <laughs> uh, Florida is fantasy. Um, <laughs> Louisiana is big black. You can figure <laughs> out the rest. Um, Hawaii is Hawaiian. On brand. Alaska is sex doll. <laughs> Time spent per visit. Uh, this is by state. So it's like mm. how many how, minutes? How many okay? minutes? Okay. Okay. What do you think the number one, number two states are for longest time spent per visit on Pornhub? Per state. Hmm. I'm going to go California. They are not even no, on, really. not even in this list because there's what, two, four, six, eight. Texas. So they're, so. They're not in the top ten longest, and they're not in the top ten shortest. Interesting. How about Texas? Uh, Texas is on neither the longest or shortest list. Huh. The average uh, visit, by the way, is nine minutes and 51 seconds. Okay. That's an increase of 16 seconds year over year. Getting better. Here is the longest time spent per visit in the country. Maryland is number one with 11 minutes and 31 seconds. Then Rhode Island is number mm. two at 11 minutes, 11 seconds. New Jersey is number three at 11 minutes and nine seconds. And then for the shortest amount of time, eight minutes and 21 seconds is the shortest. That's Louisiana. Louisiana. Okay. Oregon is eight minutes and 58 seconds. And Washington is nine minutes and five seconds. Um, I'm trying to see because Georgia is not on oh, not either either one of these lists. Um, I'm trying to see like changes year over year. Um, believe it or not, Texas is down 31 percent in longest duration year <laughs> over year. But Georgia is not on either the longest or or sorry, they're not in the top ten of longest or shortest or biggest. You know, increase right. or decrease. So we're average. Year over we're, year. we're average. We're we're steady. Yeah, they said that. Um, again, the, uh, the 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 site the the average visit time is up sixteen seconds uh, on there. So there there's your Pornhub numbers. There we for, go for two thousand twenty two. This is this is stuff we needed to know. I'm I'm a big fan of that Angela White, but that's another yeah. <laughs> time for another day or whatever like that. Very good actress. Um, yeah, yeah is that what she is? Um, so anyway, so uh, this is a funny story. So Bill Goldberg, who he said is his birthday um, today, he uh, <laughs> here's a quote about uh, he, this was on the Stephen and Cap, Captain Evil show. You ever heard of this? No. Stephen and Captain Evil show. Here's what Bill Goldberg had to say, talking about Vince McMahon. Okay, you know who Vince McMahon and Goldberg is. And everything. Yes, okay, of course. So I don't have to explain it. All right, quote: I owe him everything. Until we went to Saudi Arabia, and he asked me to put Roman Reigns over, and I had COVID. I remember calling him from my house and said, listen, here's the deal. I'll do it if you give me a retirement match. Problem is, he never held up his end of the bargain. Vince McMahon is a piece of Shiite 
as far as I'm concerned. Now, there's been a lot of speculation about, again, Sting is going to have his last match. Mm-hmm. That's coming up. Ric Flair had whatever that was, his last match, <laughs> or whatever like that. So that's a thing in wrestling, right? I mean, so Goldberg wanted a last match. And, and right. there's been chatter about whether or not he would go to AEW specifically to get a last match, okay? Because mm-hmm. it looks like, because, again, with Vince not in charge anymore, doesn't look like maybe he will get one, you know, in the new right. WWE that Endeavor has and all that good uh, mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But, but uh, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, Vince McMahon is a piece of Shiite as far as I'm concerned. So there you go. It's um, poor Bill Goldberg uh, did not get his retirement match. But, uh, and, again, um, he went over – look, I, I guarantee he got paid a fortune to go over to Saudi Arabia because they get they get – Hundreds of millions of dollars from Saudi Arabia. Now, again, you may end up on the tarmac in the plane for eight hours. Okay, you may not be able to get out of the country for a day or two, but you know that's part of doing business or whatever like that. So, uh, but I guarantee he got paid for paid a fortune uh, to go over there and uh, and do all of that. So there you go, Bill Goldberg, who I used to work out at one of his. He used to have a gym slash dojo mm. on Roswell Road in Sandy Springs. Right there at Roswell Road and was it was it Johnson Ferry? Might have been Johnson Ferry. It, mm-hmm. it was it right in the heart of Sandy Springs right. that he used to have like a karate dojo and he had like a, a gym that was an o- it was an old Australian Body Works uh-huh. um, gym that they converted yeah. and and had to all of that. So and I've 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 had a chance to have Bill on the show. I've met Bill before oh, nice. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So uh, Bill's Bill's a good dude. I mean, yeah. obviously. He was just here a few weeks ago for when they had um, the 98 Falcons, you know, here and mm-hmm. he, and the, the Tampa game where okay. he speared yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy yes, on the field yes, in the end yes. zone and mm-hmm. all that good kind of stuff. So there you go. So, also, to put a bow on our Pornhub conversation, yes. Josh was just in here and he was talking to me. He said that he saw a Bella Danger at like a grocery store off of Buford Highway a few really? weeks ago, not too long ago. He said he spoke to her. She's a very nice woman. Yeah, she's like 25. Yeah. Wonder if that Angela White's roaming around in any grocery stores. <laughs> anyway, so you know there used to, and I don't know if there still is. We we, we got to go here, but there there used there used to be in the early mid nineties. Mm-hmm. There was a pretty good adult porno film thing, like yeah, it, like like in Atlanta, mm-hmm. like like there was a lot of porn that was done in Atlanta. Here. Yeah, you know, like like. 93, 94, 95. Like, I remember some of those. Well, Freaknik I remember. Times. I, I, yeah, and I remember talking to some people that there was a pretty good porn industry yeah. here, you know, <laughs> in the mid-90s and stuff like that. I mean, look, these strip clubs were very prevalent, yep. you know, in this town, you know, and especially, like, in the mid-90s and stuff like that. So there was a pretty good, pretty good porn industry here in Atlanta for a few years. So Anyway, all right, going to wrap it up with the Love TKO up next. Chuck Rennicke, Studios, Sports Radio, 910 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. If you don't have an opinion, he'll give you one. He's blunt. It's the John Chuckery Show on Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9, the game back at a Chuck Free Show, wrapping things up on the love with the love TKO. Day Day's coming up next. Now that 
high school football season's over and everything. So, But anyway, before we uh, get out of here, though, I got to let you hear what is the greatest opening lyric in all of music history. Looking back for my years, I guess I shed some tears. All right, we will. Uh, we got NFL football coming up uh, tomorrow night, and then Hawks uh, are on Friday. So we'll be back with you next week, uh, as uh, always. As um, gosh, we're coming down to the last uh, home stretch of uh, football, so we'll be getting on air a little bit more here as football season wraps up. So we'll see how that all goes. But anyway, so uh, anything uh, coming up, day day? Anything specific that uh, you want to talk about? Yeah, well, as you said, football season has come to an end, but uh, basketball, swimming, wrestling, all in full effect in this time of year. Lots of tournaments. Nice. Uh, basketball. Yeah, basketball tournaments crazy. Yeah, yeah so going to yeah. get into some of that and some, some pretty cool, um, interesting holiday stories, I'll say. Okay, perfect. All right. Day Day's coming up next for you. For uh, Dom, who's now producing, <laughs> we got to get out of here. We'll see you, AMF. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.